Welcome to High School Backups Podcast. This is number 11. I remembered it because last week was number 10 and I forgot it. So here we are. Uh, we are almost three months into this amazing journey, having a good time. Lots of fun stuff to talk about today. One thing we will not talk about is the Red Sox. Speaking of Red Sox, uh, New England news. Red Sox are garbage. Celtics are not garbage. Bruins are also not garbage. And the Patriots are, well, I haven't done anything, but hopefully they can uh, make they some moves Ty over Quan the next couple days. They did get Tyquan Thornton. We will talk about them a little bit more. Kind of talk about that right after this section. Get more, a little more specific. We're going to talk about each of these a little bit more. Celtics just tied the series last night, 2-2. Two to two. Uh, Robert Williams maybe come back for game five. Bruins recently just tied the uh, game 2-2 two to two as well. Charlie McAvoy is not intend to play as of 10 a.m this morning psych he is playing tonight uh he will be playing tonight after passing covid protocols even though it's five days and it was only four days that's interesting so uh here we are uh just accepting it at this point so uh yeah moving on from new england news i did want to talk about the patriots a little bit off the rip um there is a possibility of them picking up a corner from the giants second corner from the giants uh, as well as uh, their draft. So who wants to do a little quick? I know we did a little bit of a draft recap already. Any more thoughts from anyone who was not here last week? Yeah, I mean, I'll make some. I'll make some comments. I briefly did last week. Granted, it's really hard to know with Belichick. I mean, if we know he either is going to draft Hall of Fame players, we got Richard Seymour, we got we have Gronkowski, you know, Edelman and Brady. Like he's drafted incredible players, but at the same time, and like Shaq Mason, I think it was like in the fifth or sixth round. But then we get to this draft, which could, it seems like they're all busts. Like, I'm not going to lie. We take a, a late second, early third round uh, guard with our first round pick. And then we pick up, even though he's the fastest receiver, we picked up a receiver that had the fastest time in the, in the combine. I, I mean, I've seen some of his film. He is not a 4-2-1 runner. That's just, he just had a really good run of the combine. I'm really underwhelmed by the Patriots draft, but Belichick can either draft busts like Nikhil Harry, or maybe, or maybe all of our undrafted uh, free ag- undrafted agents will be the best. Who knows? But I was so underwhelmed. Belichick has disappointed uh, me this offseason even more. Yeah, I I will say one. I'm not sure what Cole Strange or who he's going to be. I just know he impressed a lot of people at the Senior Bowl. So I'm waiting to see what he's going to be. Tyquan Thornton. I've been saying since the beginning is like. I think going to be a really good receiver in this league. Uh, he has to develop his route tree and his route running. It's definitely very underwhelming. Um, but he is not like one of those speed guys that's a track guy that's playing football. He's an actual football player that has speed. So uh, where he's not the best route runner, what he does have is the IQ to play um, as a receiver. So what I mean by that is like the way he comes across the field on a slant route, he doesn't come across um, – with a lot of speed guys, they'll, they'll go too fast for their quarterback. He actually knows when to slow it down, when to speed it up, um, which a lot of fast guys don't have. So I'm excited to see what he can do um, for us. But he'll, he's just going to – he's going to play a lot with um, the two tight end sets. Uh, he's a good run blocker too. I've heard people saying that a lot about him. So he's going to play a lot with uh, their tight end packages to open up the top for uh, Johnny and, and uh, Hunter Henry. Hunter Henry. Yeah, Love that. No, I mean, I think I said it last week. I think the dra- this year's draft is about adding pieces to what is an almost completed puzzle for the Patriots. <clears throat> we saw last year that they needed receivers and they needed speed, that people were complaining about the Patriots lacking speed. 
they went out and got speed, and now everyone's complaining about it. <laughs> Tyquan Thornton and Pierre Strong were the fastest Typical players. Typical Boston the- fan. Like, the fastest players at their respective positions. You wanted a faster running back. Bill Belichick went and got him in James White to replacement in Pierre Strong. You wanted a faster receiver. They go out and get the fastest receiver in the entire draft. I mean, yeah, you can argue that Jamison Williams probably might have run faster, but Jamison Williams wasn't going to be available wherever we picked. I wish he had slid down to 21. There was rumors that he might, but after everybody saw that his rehab was going well, I didn't think he was going to get outside the top 15. And the Cole Strange pick, I mean, again, I think it's the same thing that happened with Logan Mankins in 2005. He was a projected third-round pick by media guys, but NFL guys had him as a high second-round, mid-second-round pick, and the Patriots weren't going to pick again until late in the second, so they picked him up late in the first. And, yeah, the draft's a crapshoot, and we really don't know what's going to happen, but when it comes to the draft, for the most part, I err on the side of trusting Belichick. A lot of people think, you know, he hasn't drafted well. But I can name several different players that he's drafted in recent years that have been very good, including last year's draft class, which was absolutely insane. Oh, yep. but, hit it last year. Hit it. It, it was pretty good. And uh, I think that's uh, it's going to be interesting for the Patriots, and we'll see if they can tie it up. But a few more months to go on that, and uh, we'll see what happens. But I mean, moving into kind of – nope, Steve, we're moving on. Uh, wow. Moving on into – uh, more relevant topics to uh, what we're dealing with nowadays. We have playoff madness, both NHL and NBA. Talking a little bit about uh, some ideas that was brought up earlier in our chat, some expansion ideas. Also going to talk about Tom Brady's record-setting contract. And, oh boy, is it interesting. And lastly, we'll end with podcast polls as per usual. So I did want to start off a little bit of breaking-ish news. I'm about an hour late on this because I didn't see it until just now. John Morant has a bone bruise in his right knee and is doubtful for the remainder of the playoffs. That means that the Grizzlies will see. Um, they already were struggling. So they, they had did, the game in hand last going night, out. and they just threw it to Golden State. So yep. you're not but getting a good performance. Didn't they play like really well without him in the regular season too? Yes, so, very well. So honestly, I mean Let's not say it's addition by subtraction. John Morant's the best player on that basketball team, but if they tend to play like more cohesively and unpredictably, then it might help them. But the Warriors are already up three one. That's the series that I'm least interested in. I thought this Warriors gonna win it anyway, so yeah, I'm with I you. Yeah, it's three to one. I definitely think if it was two two and they can survive a, another game without him, I think they had a shot maybe. But, I mean, literally, Clay Thompson and Steph Curry combined to shoot something like 20% from three. Like, that's not happening again. That's how bad <laughs> no. it is. And they No. And they still managed to win. Um, and going into the fourth quarter, there was something like a 14-point like lead or something like that for, for, De- um, for Memphis. Cur- they just let Curry, you know, do Curry stuff, and he got 18 points in that fourth quarter. So it was – and they just couldn't close it. So um, I will say if Jaw's there, they close that game for sure. You'd hope. And, and I think the thing is that while in the regular season, they went 20 and five because they were a good team. When it comes to playoffs, you need that guy. Like that's just how it is. You always need that closer. Steph Curry showed up and was closer. Also on top of that, not only did him and Clay Thompson suck, Jordan Poole also was like a no-show last night overall for how they've been performing this playoff. So when you get all three of those guys and like across the board, Golden State sucked and they just handed them back the game and said, all right, we don't want this series. So it's over. Also, um, given the way this Mavs and Suns series is going, I need an extra apology from y'all. No, not yet. <laughs> not until they win. I said, I no, no, no. I said Suns and six, so you got to chill. Okay. Uh, to be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Well, to be fair. 
I already apologized. I, I apologize <laughs> for the first round. That's it. Did in six as well. Sons. Yeah, we can go over this pretty uh, relatively quickly. I mean, so the Mavs Suns just kind of talked about that. Luca's really kind of showing out, even though the Suns are full strength. It's kind of on Chris Paul because that man has not come in clutch other than his perfect game he had in game two, I think it was. Uh, yeah. He really has not done well otherwise. Uh, the Bucks, Celtics, we'll save that for last. We just talked a little about the Warriors, Grizzlies. Yeah, I think they're kind of screwed when it's 3-1. It was kind of over anyways, even with Jaw. But the fact they don't have him just doesn't help. This is kind of a boring one. 76ers and Heat. I know we'll talk about this one a little bit. Yeah, uh, 2-2. All the other series are 2-2. The 76ers and Heat has been interesting because Joel Embiid, I, has he come back yet or is he about to come back? He played. Yeah, so, he, he's back. Well, the issue is that now that he's back, James Harden had a James Harden game, and he seems like he's back in form, dropping 41 points. So if that continues, I don't love the Heat chances. Here, Here's nope. what I'll say about the Mavs and the Heat there. Both those series, uh, nobody's won on on away court. So until somebody does that, like the old NBA adages, until somebody wins um, oh, an away game, the series hasn't started. So, uh, Or until somebody loses a home game, I think is how they say it. But we're going to have to see. Uh, Heat are back home, and I, I would pick them to win this one, I think, just because they are home uh, and they play different in Miami. Um, plus, like a lot of um, people say, in the playoffs, when you're in Miami, there's so many – distractions in Miami that we've heard this before and seen it in series where teams go to Miami and they go and party like the night of a game or the night before a game and uh end up getting just destroyed the next night so we'll see what happens see if they can be disciplined enough but and I can imagine it's really different too because of I mean granted COVID cases are kind of on the rise but you know a lot of airports and a lot of uh, areas have have lifted the mask mandate it's more of like you know maybe it's not so bad if i go out and then they you know go out and end up you know possibly partying a little bit too hard and then get distracted for the game i mean i've seen that plenty of times and one super bowl where brady came back and uh turns out a bunch of defensive players went to the club the night before and it screwed him over so that could be the case but if i'm correct like james harden i was watching skip and shannon or uh skip bayless and shannon sharp on undisputed and they're kind of talking about it. the series really all depends on what he wants to, you know, what he wants to be. If he wants to be the James Harden we know, where he just kills it, puts up 30, 40 points, and that's able, and then the rest of the 76ers can follow suit and just dominate the game. Or is he just not going to have a good night, just be distracted by something? So this may not be a good night for him because if they're going to Miami and he gets distracted there, a distracted James Harden is why 76ers will lose in the series. And but- he loves to party. Yes, oh, yeah, yeah, he does. Yeah, he does. Interesting. So, uh, Steve, when you're talking about distractions, the only thing I can think of is the uh, Giants boat picture from yeah. five years ago, 2016 <laughs> they, or whatever. They've not been over 500 <laughs> but, since that picture. But also, uh, interesting note about the Sun series. Chris Paul has blown six 2-0 leads in his career and lost yep. all of those series. I believe heard it. That, well, dude. heard that today. So, um, For a legend, he's a choke artist. But at the same time, also had Doc Rivers as coach for a while. So, well, his thing. Doc uh, Rivers is a championship-winning coach. Oh my god, I don't <laughs> want to hear it. He was the big three and only took him to one. No, here's one thing I will say though. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. Well, to be fair. They lost to Kobe once, and then the, they got injured. <laughs> yeah, okay, true, yeah. but still. So here's one thing with like, yeah, two, if you've had other, you know, two O leads blown and you lose at the same time, but was it the 76ers coach? 
he blew, I think it was a 3-1 lead in the playoffs before, and that's what happened against the Raptors, where you thought, oh, the Raptors are going to come back and win the series. And then he goes against his history and responds with 132-86 to 86 blowout. Doc so, I mean, I, three, three ones, I think? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So, it's insane. So, he has a history, but he eventually bounced back from it. So One I of those would... was as an eight seed, though. One of those was as an that's eight seed. That's, yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Clarify, I am watching the Bruins game, so if I am do seem a little distracted, uh, it's currently 0-0, zero, zero, uh, oh, five minutes in. So. Um, speaking of that, uh, the Rangers stink, and we'll talk about that. So uh, <laughs> the last series we haven't talked about, because this is the closest to us, is the Celtics and the Bucks. Uh, it's been a very interesting series. It's been a huge battle back. Uh, the Celtics have had everyone but Jason Tatum win them a game so far. So um, we could really use him to really have like a nice 40-point night freeze. No. I was listening to Tatum. W on the way home, and I completely agree with them. Tatum hasn't had to be Tatum put okay. up like 16 in the fourth quarter last night. Yeah, but Al Horford put up. Al Horford won the second. Al Horford yeah, was, was a god That was after Giannis dunked on him. Al Horford, Al Horford started the comeback. JT finished it, but I don't I, think he was the reason they won that game. I think I, it was Al Horford. Well, I say, I'm saying like Horford's the it's it's because of him that we win the game for sure. But if Jason doesn't do what he does in the fourth, we don't win that anyway. So yeah, I'm not unfortunately, saying it, I just don't think it was JT's game. It was Al's. Game. It wasn't his game, but he definitely is coming up clutch each game. Other than other than uh, the. Game I want a JT game. I want 42 points, 10 a quarter. Like, that's what I want. Like, I want a bond. I want him to have the game he was having to end the season. Like, he had, like, 30, 40 games. No, he's averaging 35 points. Like, that's what I want. I want the 40-point game he had against Brooklyn. Like, yeah, that's fine. If he does that, I have no complaints. He's done everything. Even if we lose the series, like, he's done everything good. But this is, like, the story season with the Celtics. Six. You have to remember, the Celtics are, like, what I can picture is, like, the most complete team in the NBA because it's every other week, whether it be – I mean, during Brooklyn, I mean, you know, JT was awesome. But at the same time, it's Brown had a couple of insane games. So I think it's the balance that we have is what's helping us out. And, I mean, we're just struggling with with Giannis because, I mean, one, he's very physical. I get it. And two, I mean, I hate to be this kind of guy. But there's a lot of – sorry, there's a lot of some refing. Not going to lie. I saw game three. I saw the end of the game. It was a shot penalty. I was really pissed. My girlfriend said I was really pissed. It made no sense. <laughs> so I hate, I mean, granted, this is an idea that I hate in general, that in the NBA, I feel like during the playoffs, stars get way more leeway, even compared to other sports like with football. But if you think that's true, you should watch hockey games because the stars don't get called. For oh, Kyle's just complaining because he's against <laughs> the penguins and they literally are thrashing the rangers okay yeah we will to be fair everybody struggles with Giannis. two al horford uh has never had a game like that in his life That's which is fine it's not even turning back the clock 10 years al horford has Never once been a dude who scores like that. So watching that last night was absolutely wonderful. His highest was like 24 in the postseason. I mean, so he had 30. Man, so, yeah. I'm angry because Carolina just scored. So, <laughs> Dude, you ruined it. I'm behind. Uh, what <laughs> the, here's what I'll it say was... about the Celtics series. They won. They could. They should have won game three. And you nice. can't. They choked in the last couple. Like leading up to that final foul. That should. Yes, it should have been a, a, a shooting foul. But it wasn't. But as like all of my coaches ever told me, don't allow the refs to impact the game like that. Yes. 
And yep. unfortunately, they choked it at the end when they had the lead and they could have taken that separation they needed to weather or something like that. Unfortunately, they didn't. And then, of course, they could have hit the last, you know, what, they had three tip-ins before Al Horford actually yep. got it in after the buzzer. So um, but that's neither here nor there. Now, going forward, especially if we get Robert Williams back for game five, six, or seven, <laughs> Uh, I I think it'll go seven. I think the Bucks will win on their home court, but I think now that we're going back to home field, uh, home court advantage, it's gonna be ours our series to lose. I think we win mm. game five, go to Milwaukee with a chance to deal it. I think they end up pulling it out because it's home, and then we take it back to the Garden and win there. But I don't think they're I don't think we're losing the series um, unless they get Chris Middleton back. But I think he's ruled out for the whole series, right? No, he's done. Yeah, so they're not winning it because uh, I think it was JJ Redick was talking about it, but. Uh, they need him at the end to close with Giannis because they don't have the pick and roll they need to get Giannis going downhill. So I also I also feel like going back to Milwaukee, I mean, they're just defending champs. And when you go to the stadium of defending champs, it's definitely a much more hostile environment than I want to say with Brooklyn because I have a feeling over time, I mean, Brooklyn just gave up. So the home games were a lot much more manageable because the fans and the players gave up at one point. With playing in M- Milwaukee, you have a very passionate and very cocky fan, like fan base that just came off of a championship. They have the most physically dominating player in the NBA. So I'm not surprised that we may have the yips, you know, especially like game three. Definitely, I mean, what was it? Brown couldn't hit a three-pointer to save his life. And I'm not surprised that there's a little bit of nervousness and a little bit of pressure. But going back to Milwaukee, especially with the W, the Celtics with a lot of confidence is a really dangerous team that we could potentially win it in game seven. Uh, last thing I'll say is that we have Giannis who shot 57% all postseason last year. Like the entire postseason, he shot 57%, which is just insane. The Celtics are the only team that can keep him down. You know, keep him down. He's still going to get points. Like last He's going to get 35, but yeah. yeah. Had, like, you just have to keep everyone else down. He ended up getting though, it is, and what everybody's been saying, like you, Durant can go get you 40, but if he's shooting inefficient, that's the problem. It doesn't matter, yeah. Uh, Giannis is doing that right now. He's shooting 43%, which isn't terrible when you think about like the whole league, but for him, it's bad. And because of that, he is getting dumb fouls, like charges Marcus Smart is taking from him. Um, he's missing shots he doesn't usually shoot because they're just tiring him out. And we saw it at the end of the game last night. He couldn't hit anything. He scored six points. Al Horford yeah. scored 16 So in that fourth quarter. I think, I think we're winning this. I, I, I truly believe we're going to win this in seven. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of like the idea of forcing Giannis to really go for the basket and try to like dunk as much as he can. Cause yeah, that tires him out. That's kind of why it would help. And I mean, our team is capable of putting almost 50 points in a single quarter. And if we have a tired out Giannis, especially in the fourth quarter. Yeah. I'm not surprised. I mean, also bump around a little bit, get them all worked up and just get him flustered, especially back in Boston. I mean, Boston fans can definitely get into his head if they, if we wanted to. So like he just he just set a new fire underneath all those Celtics. Did you see Brown? Like Brown wasn't having anything of him at. Who did that, Giannis stare game? down? Who did he stare down? Horford. Uh, Horford. 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 That, that was after that dunk on him. Yeah. After he got Horford. Him. He put his he Jalen Brown came up to him like when he was going for a dunk. Jalen did in the third quarter, and he comes up and he points at Giannis and he was like. I don't know what he said, like, don't do that or something. And Giannis came up, put his hand on his back of his neck like that. I was trying to, like... I yeah, that was a little weird. I thought it was being nice at first, and then it just looked a little bit I funky. I think it was a little bit of both. I think he started out that way, and then he was trying to, like, assert dominance on him. And then he was, like... And Jalen just smacked it off his back and was like, dude, what are you doing? Don't, you don't touch right. me. So... Could we, um, could we agree that 
Giannis that stare down and then grab him behind the neck. I feel like we could put oh. that in a similar, uh, a similar, you know, planting the gravestone like when Kyrie flipped off all of Boston like game yep. one. So, what we can do is that we can start talking about the NHL. So, uh, the Celtics are doing a good job, honestly. So, uh, yeah, they're doing great. And hope. And honestly, they have a really good chance of winning this series when they didn't look like that after uh, game one. So moving on to hockey, um, we're going to keep that pretty straightforward here. I'm actually pulling it up. Oh, I don't know. What do you mean straightforward? There's a lot. Well, we're going to gonna skip over the worst series, which is the Rangers here. No, I'm kidding. Yeah, we're, we're going to skip straight over the Rangers. We're going to start with the Bruins just because it's on now. Um, it's 2-2 currently. Uh, it's Every home team has won so far. The series, kind not of unfortunate. The the series. The, no, no, yeah. The, the score is 1-0. Um, I haven't seen a score yet. I don't know if the Bruins score here, but 1-0 currently. No, uh, series tied 2-2. Uh, truthfully speaking, the Bruins have looked good at home, awful away, and uh, that's really all there is to that series. They're, it's very, very physical, that's for sure. Uh, it's really like it's fun to watch, but man, it's going to be really hard to beat them once at you home. You know what series was it. the worst one so far? The one that Rangers? ended yesterday. The Avalanche completely swept Nashville. Yeah, I mean, Kyle's prediction yeah. was awful, which is saying that the Avalanche were overrated. So. They will. The Avalanche Midnight. are losing next round, so it's fine. Uh, so. Kyle, if I end up with a more accurate bracket than you in the NHL, um, we're going to have to have a talk, buddy. Oh. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I mean, you a lot. Fan. Just because like you, just because you're you're very familiar with a certain sport doesn't mean you know anything. Look at Rob Parker. He's very good yeah. with football, but he doesn't know what the hell he's talking about. Or Skip Bayless, or Skip Bayless. You know, the, the first Baker round is Baker not Mayfield. over. By the way, I I so far have one series right. I did say the Avalanche would win one round. So to be fair, uh, to be fair, to be fair, well, to be fair. I'm not wrong yet. Uh, <laughs> so here we are. Uh, so let's go through these. Uh, we can go through most of them real quick. We'll let Kyle talk about the one he wants to talk about. The Bruins are looking okay. The only issue is they do have to win a game at home or away, rather. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and uh, I don't know if they're going to be able to do that. Tonight would, I think, be their best chance, truthfully. So uh, anyways, um, to get into it, the next one I have, I'm just going to go through the list I have in front of me. Uh, Lightning Maple Leafs. I'm surprised the Maple Leafs have fought back as quickly as they did because I thought the Lightning were just going to win 4-1 as soon as they won game two. Lightning have looked good. Maple Leafs have looked good in the wins. So uh, I don't know. Any, th- any thoughts on that, Kyle? Specifically? Um, yeah, Toronto is lucky they haven't been swept. Honestly, yes. Um, to Toronto is looks pretty bad. That's really all there is to it. It's just Toronto being Toronto. I don't know what it is about that team. They have all the right pieces. It's just they can't win past the first round, and it's really not looking good. I'm pretty sure it's two two on the series it right is, now. It is. They play game five. Play game five tonight. Um, uh, pretty much all the series I left are two two except for one, and uh, I think you know which one that is. So. Now you're just rubbing salt in the wound. <laughs> yeah, we'll get there. Uh, we'll get there. The next one's the Blues in the Wild, which honestly, I thought the Wilds were just going to win that series until uh, Game Four, and the Blues looked pretty good. Pretty good. I, I wouldn't. I did predict the Blues would win that series. I also predicted they would beat the Avalanche in the next round. So I'm not surprised one bit right now. Um, um, yeah, the Blues are really good. They really have a great goalie and the goalie who won led them past the Bruins a couple years ago is their backup. That's how good their goalie tandem is right now. 
So, like, I'm not surprised at the Blues at all. They really, they pretty much still have the same team they did a few years ago when they won the Stanley Cup. So, they haven't needed to change much. They're probably the a young, wild team, and that's the problem. Going up against a young team when you go to the playoffs is what does you you win. And that's pretty much what is doing the Rangers in, which we'll get to when we get to that series. But, like, the reason, I, I really genuinely think the younger you are and the less experience you have in the playoffs, the worse you do. And that's really how it's coming down to in the Wild Blue series right now. Blues have experience, Wild don't. Yeah, and what I think is the biggest surprise of the playoffs so far is the Kings and Oilers being tied at 2-2. I definitely thought the Oilers were going to win this a little more handily. Um, But it is the Oilers, and they can't seem to win anything in the playoffs. So I shouldn't be that surprised. (laughs) I'm not super surprised that the Kings are doing good. I am surprised that they have it tied, though. I did think the Oilers would have a little bit easier run with it than they have had. This they definitely have one series I have like not followed. I have not followed the Kings Oilers series like at all. I haven't either. And uh, we'll skip past uh, yours. We'll do that last just because I know you're going to talk about the most. Uh, Capitals, Panthers, that series has been extremely back and forth. To be honest, I think it's very even. So much fun. It's been so really fun, fun to watch. To watch. The highlights of. Um, yeah. I really thought the Panthers would kind of cruise a little bit more past them. But then um, that veteran power, but, man. But they're not. They, they yeah. actually, it's such a fun series. I really want the Panthers to win just because they won the President's Trophy. And man, South Florida needs some needs some things to cheer for because Miami's not winning uh, this round. So um, Panthers need need some help here. Give those fans something good for. Something, hopefully. And uh, Stars, Flames, I have nothing on this series, Cal. So that's up to you. I, I also don't really have much in this series. I am surprised the... Uh, flames are struggling though the flames have not looked good <laughs> at all well that's, that's unfortunate because really they were supposed to win it that is. series pretty well uh and then we'll talk I about the worst series going to the stanley cup okay oh Coming well now you know see yeah we'll talk about it the worst shit. series for the worst team in the playoffs uh besides the predators of course gotta be a little nice um <laughs> you, are, uh, <laughs> you are so ridiculous so the uh, the Rangers have done a really good job of throwing away games uh, and are losing by Sidney Crosby, the best player to ever touch the puck. Um, and he is, he is right. absolutely running the Rangers oh, shit God. right now. And uh, okay. it is it is my favorite part. So go That's ahead. Uh, continue to lose to Evgeny and uh, Sidney. What is it, back to my games in segments, throwing up seven points against them? Yeah, that's... Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you... <laughs> I don't even know where to begin with this team. Like I am so fucking pissed it's off. Really easy, it's really easy. It's really easy to start. It's an easy place to start. They suck. All right, go from there. <laughs> they have, They're too young for their own good. You're not even wrong. Like they have sucked. Like that's not even the un- that's not even like a wrong thing to say. They've given up 14 goals in two games. That's terrible. <laughs> that's like on. Are they a really awful. young team? Yes, they are. That's the problem. They are extremely young. The and they're going against experience, cup winners. Yeah, the only experience this team has was when they went to the Stanley Cup, was when two players on the current team went to the Stanley Cup final in 2014. Uh, the team has no experience. That's the problem. They have a lot of chemistry. They're just going up against players who have done this lots of times. Like their, The Penguins' core hasn't really changed much. They still have Sidney Crosby. They still have Getty Mountain. They still have uh, Chris Letang, and those three and have won Jari, three if you will. together. I mean, uh, Jari's been hurt. All- you know what's really frustrating about this series? The Rangers are going up against the third-string goalie, and that hasn't mattered. They- they're going up against the goalie who's the starter in their minor league team. Like that's- <laughs> that- 
and they can't score on him. The defense for the Penguins has been phenomenal this series. The Rangers went, I've gone one for seven on the power play in the past two games. They had the third best power play percentage in the regular season. They have the worst power play percentage in the playoffs this year. Worse than the Predators, who just got swept. <laughs> like This team has <laughs> not looked the same at all. And I really, I, like, the, from watching the games, the only thing that really looks like it is experience. That's really the one thing that it's come down to, is they have three cup winners versus no cup winners. Uh, important uh, to I, know, uh, <laughs> the, the Hurricanes have the second worst playoff for our uh, power play percentage against the Bruins, and they were like 10 during the season. So just point that out. Two for 23. I mean, even if you're a really young team, you know, you're extremely talented, have an incredible regular season. But when you get into the playoffs, that's where experience is going to pay off key. But I also think, let's say, you know, pigs start to fly and Rangers win this series. But when you finish off a seven-game series getting thrown around for most of it, I mean, I I severely doubt they'll make it even further. So... It- if welcome to the somehow, yeah the hurricanes. They should, they should welcome throw in the to towel. the playoffs. I'd rather them try and maybe because in the in the Stanley Cup playoffs anything can happen. We've seen teams not make barely make the playoffs and end up winning the Stanley Cup a couple of years. Like it's happened. Anything Blues can happen. from 2018. Exactly. The Blues <laughs> yeah. in 2019 had the worst regular season record at the trade deadline, which is a, not the trade deadline at the uh, All Star break that year. Mm-hmm. And ended up winning the Stanley Cup. Like, yeah, halfway through insane. the years, that halfway through the year, they literally had the worst record in the NHL. <laughs> and then won the Stanley Cup. Like, anything can happen. As like it's possible. Like, all when you're looking at it, like statistically, really, the Rangers only need to win three in a row, which they've done eleven times this season. They've won at least eleven or more in a row. Looking at it just by just by that standpoint, it's possible. I don't think it's going to happen. I, I'm hoping they can at least win tomorrow night. And not lose on home ice. Well, point. moving on from that sadness, uh, as the Bruins <laughs> look like they're about to get scored on again, another power play. Uh, we're going to go ahead and do the wordle for today. They do. The nice. Middle. Good goal. Good goal. The Bruins just got scored right. on again. Love yeah, that. Power play. Love that. So I come. Nice I did shot, just though. talk crap. So uh, okay. Um, who wants to start today? So we just guess a player. And yes. Guess, just somebody throw out a random name. Tom Brady. We That's who I usually start with. That's fair. That That's might be fair. Okay. Well, Kyle, about, a, about <laughs> as good as your team in the playoffs so far. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, gives us nothing, Kyle. Thank you. All right. Actually, give us the conference. He's not in the NFC. It tells us that he's in the AFC. Uh, under six four, not age forty four. Not a quarterback. Above the number twelve. And it's a, It's like a running back or a wide receiver. Um, JC Jackson. No, it's, it's not, not a corner. defensive player. Throw out Jacoby Myers. Just throw the name out. Let's see what we got here. He's six feet tall. Yeah, he's over. Hey. Alright, so it's a running back who's like 27 or 26. Okay, wait, so... Uh, wait, wait, so AFC... Yeah, let's go, baby! Three! It could have been... I was thinking, I was just going through the divisions in my head. I was like, kind of older. Most of them are younger. I was like, it's not Nick Chubb. I was go Kareem Hunt. That's actually amazing. Wow. I was wow. thinking Melvin Gordon at the time. I was like, <laughs> I was running back with Damian Harris. Melvin Gordon would have fit all of the parameters. Well, that was easy. Okay, boys. Yeah. Well, that was that. T- that was that for today. Uh, moving on what? to no uh, hard mode. 
One more. Let's do a hard mode. Dude. Hard mode includes uh, defensive for Austin and Andrew. We can guess JC Jackson yeah. immediately. It'll be wonderful. All right, JC Jackson. <laughs> All right, okay. Under six one. Under in the NFC. not in the AFC. In the NFC. Um, go Jalen Ramsey. He's not under. Is he that short? No, I think he's six two. Yeah, I was gonna but... say he's not short enough. Oh, yeah. NFC West. Asante Samuel Jr. Yeah. No, no wait. It's no, NFC he's West. In... He's AFC West. Uh, Ward. Um, Ward. They just oh, Jimmy the Ward. Jimmy Ward. Jimmy Ward. Jimmy Ward. Ward of safety. No, oh, he's low. So he's six feet exactly. And wow. he's 25. He's a young corner in the NFC West. Do we want to try and narrow down a team? Yeah. Oh, this Trayvon Diggs. So, Byron Murphy. Byron Diggs. Byron Murphy. Yeah. Not it's not Trayvon because he's not in the NFL. There's a, there's another Diggs. He's the uh Iron Murphy. There's Quayandre. Yeah. Okay, so it's Seattle. So it's Seattle. Seattle. <laughs> Diggs. It's, it's Diggs. Diggs. No. Oh no. He's a no. He's a safety. Um, Sydney Sydney Jones. There we go, Andrew. Okay, moving back to our topics for today. Expansion <laughs> question mark. As these totally original pictures that Kyle made, as you can see, it totally didn't. He totally didn't text me. I made us these for the podcast tonight, and then Jake proceeds to say, "By the way, didn't make those himself. I've been looking at them for eight hours." Okay, and I have so, to prove it. No. Okay, I'm gonna quickly explain this. So Kyle, so there's some maps that Kyle, or supposedly Kyle made. He told me he made of all the teams, and so we can see where we'd want to put expansion teams. But Jake literally found the exact same maps within five seconds, and Kyle literally told me a text message, and I quote, "I made these for the podcast." So no. I. I didn't find them in five seconds. I've been looking at them since noon to figure out where expansion teams could go. <laughs> like, so I've had I them pulled up forever. <laughs> uh, I made these graphics for us to use tonight. Bored, huh? Oh, it's a slow day. So he said, so I'm going to ask him, Kyle, you made those, right? And if he says yes, we're f***ing roasting. Okay, so. but uh, uh, Jake, did you actually find them? On yes. Uh, Kyle, yes, is your I found still them working? Literally, when, the, when it came to I mean, the idea, your, I looked them up online. On they're Google Maps like things. Like, they're Google Maps. <laughs> There's a Google Maps watermark oh, on, no. on... Hey, yeah, yeah. Well, you are Kyle, muted right yet? Well. You're, you're muted right now as well, so you can't talk to me if you want to. Oh. Okay, bye. So there's a Google Maps watermarks on there, but even more unfortunate. Yo, know, the green's kind of coming out of my eyes because I'm going to make sure you guys see that shit. There it is. Nice. So, Kyle, so those maps, you made those, right? Yes. Kyle! You are you lying right now? You're lying yes. to all. Yes, I am. I am lying. Oh my god! I can't <laughs> believe you're. Fucking... I believed you. I was like, wow, he put in all this fucking effort. And Jake's like, no, I've literally been staring at twelve. They're right here. Oh my god! The only thing I did was put our logo in it because there was no logo on the other one. Oh, so that's so I claimed them. Oh, oh my god! Bro, that's um not okay. That's... These four maps are of each of the four major sports and where each of the teams lie, just like Kyle lied about making any of these. So our goal is to find one or two locations we could imagine 
some sports, uh, some teams expanding too. So that is going to be our goal today. Mind if I start? We start. Uh, we're not taking too much time on this. We're just going to yeah. go through each person, start in alphabetical order. Uh, so Andrew's going to start. Sorry, Steve. And then uh, we're just going to do. Oh, what do you think? Two for each. Where do you think it'd be fun? Anything it doesn't have to be any specific. All right. So hey, we'll Nick. By the... the way, you also have the hockey one twice. By the way, sorry. <laughs> Wait, what? Just, just looking at you don't have Oh, wait, I choked. Oh, no. <laughs> All right, fix it. Oh, it's the podcast. Let's do this. Scuffed podcast. Scuffed podcast. Which one was I missing? The MLB? I thought yeah. That. It's okay. No one really cares about baseball. <laughs> yeah, true, honestly. I mean, I'm going to run. Justin throwing You're just saying that because the Red Sox tickets. are losing. No, I just I'm prefer because football much over losing. baseball. Right. Also, like, base, I mean, Whoa, baseball's only man, fun when you're there. Whoa. Like, I mean, I will say, so I... Hey, we're back to it. Yep, I will say we're going to keep moving on. So, uh, let's go in. <laughs> oh, I think for all four leagues, I do think that they need to have a team in Hawaii. Like it, Ooh, w. W. That's, That would be a great, great way to go out there. You know, just enjoy some time out there. I mean, they've had the Pro Bowl out there, so I mean, why not? Um, also, the NFL... fun fact, you can't copy any city or place that anyone else chooses. So uh, Hawaii's off the board. Let's go. Keep going. Oh, um, no. So for the NFL, nice. I think they need to add a team in Oklahoma. I think oh. a Red River showdown like they have in college in the NFL would be a fun way to watch on the pro level. The NBA, my other team that I would choose is probably a team in New Mexico. A team in there would kind of open it up more. MLB watch baseball that much because not really a big baseball guy. I'm sorry, Kyle. That's okay. Choose some more right. fun then. Uh, I would uh, I'd say uh, Las Vegas. You know, I like it. Place. Let's see, uh, NHL. Let's go with Iowa for the for the heck of it. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> for the heck I, of I it. like it. I like it. I think All Austin right. would be next because I'm not looking on it. Um... Let's see. Uh, NBA, I think you need Seattle and Kansas City. Austin, I hate you for that Seattle comment. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> I knew I had to say it. Let's see. MLB, I like the idea of putting in a Portland. And Damn. then it's kind of hard to pick something there. Maybe you could go for, for Montreal again. You know, try to run that back. Ooh, W. Like it. Um, let's see. Football. Um, oh, I can't do Oklahoma. I like that pick, though. <laughs> Might as well just go Portland again, right? Yeah, Maybe keep taking the Portland. I like it. There's nothing there. Honestly, maybe you do go with the Mexico City. No! I uh, hate you. <laughs> I'm literally... I absolutely hate Let's you. Let's keep going. All this right, is looking more entertaining. Let's go. Okay. Um, Are you kidding me? So for NHL, I... Sorry, Kyle. The Whalers back. Uh, yes, I like that idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, literally... And then uh, let's put one in Montana. You know why not? They're they're no. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I like it, Austin. I'm I'm making the executive decision as the host that I'm gonna do my next. So you're gonna be here with me. Oh uh, no, okay, Jake. If you take my damn piss. All right, I'm going to start with the MLB. Uh, I'm noticing a glaring hole in the city of New Orleans. So uh, the Major League Baseball needs to get to New Orleans. They call that um, Katrina. And <laughs> instead of 
Ottawa. Let's go with a team in North Dakota. You know what? They need something real good up there. Let's give them an MLB team. The NBA. You know what? Virginia Beach could use a team. Virginia could really use a team. I don't think Virginia has a team in any of the four major sports, actually. Just looking at this, I don't... Well, I guess no, because DC is not they're their own. They're in like and their plus, own little city, so it's like. And plus, uh, Washington players. plays in uh, Maryland. Yeah, yeah, you're right. So for Major League Baseball, we're gonna go with the MLB. They have the Norfolk Tides down here, but let's give them an MLB team. Or was that? I said that for the NBA. My bad. Yes. Uh, let's see here. The second team for the NBA. Has anybody said Kansas City yet? I'm no. pretty sure for Austin did. For, for what? For MLB? In NBA. NBA. I'm pretty sure Austin did. I think I did, yeah. Seattle. Yeah. yeah. Okay, then. South Dakota. Nah, nah. Let's get our Nebraska team going. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> dude, I wasn't even thinking of it. <laughs> Kentucky. Somebody's got to say Kentucky. Okay, sure. who's next Who's next on the sure. oh, – I'm not done, bro. Sorry, I'm my not bad. bro. This guy is NFL. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, no, the NFL's got nothing left. Let me pull it up. Birds with the CFL. Take over the CFL. No, absolutely. You should. You should get a team in Toronto for the NFL. That is one of my. That was one of the things I was going to say anyway. But But also this Arkansas, Mississippi, Alabama gap here. I don't understand how that is because of the fact that they're such. They're such big college football places. So put a team in Mobile, Alabama, please. I think that would be so dope. That would be hype. Ah, players going to. Uh... I think I missed the NHL, but I think the NHL already has enough teams, so I'm fine with what? that one. On to the next. Uh, yes, you. Yeah, you yes. Alrighty. So, first one in the corner is basketball. Um, Jake already stole a Dakota, so I'm going to go South Dakota because I, I like the idea of Dakota Daredevils. Oh, nice. He's got names. He's naming teams. I originally oh, thought that's what we needed, but um, thankfully not because I could not come up one for every state. <laughs> <laughs> and Steve, you can use some of the ones I choose as well because you are going to run out of ideas. Justin's making his case for being an owner over there. <laughs> I can only think of one for basketball. Hockey was the easiest one for me to think about because Saskatchewan looks empty. So nice. it could go definitely put some more Canadian ones up there. If we talk about... Oh, and hockey could also use in Alaska because Andrew's idea of um, Hawaii. When it goes to baseball, try, we could probably include another country like Mexico for Mexico City since we already can get Canada for other sports. And I don't know if Canada has any baseball teams, but maybe put Montreal in there. Damn it. That was Toronto. Took my intestine. <laughs> Oh, Toronto Blue Jays, yeah. Uh, so, I'm surprised. I could be wrong, but I don't think anyone picked this for the for three out of the four sports. I don't think anyone picked Portland. I did. Oregon. Uh, yeah, Austin did Portland for uh, all of them. Austin did. Austin did? Austin did. Oh, wow, I totally missed that. But anyway, that's fine. So, and that's why I said people um, could Justin, reuse some of mine because of how many yeah. towns are running out of. Justin said Montreal for for some, uh, some sports. I'm going with called? Quebec. I'm gonna say Quebec. Oh. I think Quebec should have Quebec City should have one for all sports. Uh, I think, especially hockey. I think that would be good. But I think it would also work in baseball, what, what, Quebec, and baseball? Toronto. I, I I was just doing one across the board for now, and then just just like oh, one okay. team. So Quebec is covering all of them. I'm not sure if someone said this for basketball. I don't think, but I was gonna go with Pittsburgh for basketball. Nobody said it. 
Yeah, I think between Philly and Pittsburgh, that'd be nice. You got to have the in-state rivalry. It's there in every other sport, so having it in basketball would be a nice one. Uh, for baseball, I think I don't know. Again, I'm not sure if anyone said it, but Charlotte. I think Charlotte, North Carolina, would be a good one for baseball. Everyone took all of my locations for football. So wow. why is it a great I'm place? Going, it's time I'm going. I'm going to pick one randomly, and I'm going to say. El Paso deserves a football team. Not San Antonio? It's, no, El Paso. Because why not? <laughs> why add another Texas football team? Why not, Andrew? Why Mar- not? Mara Dallas said he wanted a second team in te- uh, Dallas. So exactly. Hey. That is absurd. <laughs> absurd talk I mean, right there. And, and I'm for sure hockey, is a better football the team, other so. one I'm going to go with for hockey is Omaha, Nebraska. I mean, I we, like almost it. Had, we almost had four um, football teams in California for a little while. So uh, that's Yeah. So so my idea, honestly, I was just going to choose uh, North and South Dakota for every sport because I thought it would be hilarious to have a Dakota dash every year or a Dakota yep. dunce, if you will, uh, where everyone just uh, – Dakotas just go after it, you know, Dakota versus Dakota. Uh, however, some of those are taken. So my other idea is uh, Kansas versus Arkansas. Uh, so I'm going to go. Uh, so those are my two rivalries. So uh, just to make that more specific uh, for basketball, we're going to do uh, the old North Dakota versus South Dakota. And uh, we're going to go uh, the North Dakota dunces and the South Dakota dunces. You know, uh, they're both spelled the same way, of course. Uh, and then uh, for baseball, we're going to go, because uh, it's you know, Southern sport, uh, Arkansas versus Kansas. Uh, it's going to be the Kansas Cacatoonies and the Arkansas Arkansas you know. Uh, and then uh, for football, what again, going back happening? to uh, North Dakota, South Dakota, uh, <laughs> we're going to go with uh, North, Deca- North Dakota, Dakota Bears, and we're going to go with the South Dakota Bear Dakotas. So uh, we're going to go with uh, that there. And then uh, for hockey, because it's a cold sport, it obviously belongs in Kansas and Arkansas. So we're going to go with the uh, <laughs> we're going to go with the uh, Kansas Cox. Uh, spelled K-A-W-K-S, <laughs> and then the Arkansas uh, Cox. So, uh, that's mine. Uh, let's go. That is a merchandise mess. I, I, wow. Um, I would just say, if there's ever a Dakota team, like a South Dakota, it should be the president. Because they have the... Uh, okay, go uh, ahead, Steve. Well, Matt Rushmore. well I'm going to throw some uh, more fun at you. So, I'm going to go with uh, Montana for a lot of my stuff. So, I'm going to start with basketball. I love the Raptors name. The name Raptors sounds really cool. What else is on in Montana? Ton of fossil dig sites. You know what? We're gonna have the Montana tyrants. Yeah, it's gonna be mother- T Rexes up there killing everybody in the NBA. And then you know what? Because I like the idea of Mexico, I'm gonna go to Mexico City for basketball. Is a lot of basketball played in Mexico? Not really. I feel like it's it'd be better for football, but Austin had to be a dick waffle and take it. So I'm gonna have to go with uh, Mexico City for basketball. All right, we're gonna head over to Longwood? baseball. We're gonna go with baseball. I'm gonna go with uh, oh, I fell asleep like every baseball game. All right, so we're gonna move on to hockey. That's funny because I'm gonna going to Louisiana Longwoods thoughts. Yeah, Longwoods. I, I was like waiting it. for him All to right. bring up a Longwood thing. So we're going to uh, hockey, and as it turns out, Montana is gonna have blow up in sports so they're also gonna have another team and let's go with what other animals have been discovered let's go with the montana allosaurus yeah because allosaurus has been found in montana that's pretty cool so they're gonna have an allosaurus for hockey and then for another hockey team let's go with manchester that's right the manchester monarchs i think they're gonna bump up and <laughs> looks, become yes. 
will be coming. They don't uh, exist anymore, Steve. Uh, they they do don't now. exist anymore. They Kyle, do now, so Kyle. They do now. <laughs> coming back. Wait, the map. I can't. I need to see. No, the map. it's gone, Steve. You chose your two teams. I was about to say, why did it disappear? <laughs> so finally, I'm gonna go to to uh, the NFL. I want to Mexico City. So you know what? I'm gonna go to a place even better. Oh my bad. Sorry. It's going to be, I don't even know what's really significant when it was the last time in Guadalajara, but the Guadalajara Gorillas. Guadalajara Gorillas. Gorillas of an Africa, silly. Gorillas. No, 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 like Gorilla Warriors. Gorillas. Yeah. Or what is it? The tequila plant, because actually there's a lot of that outside of Guadalajara. Anyways, and then finally, we're going to go back up to Montana for the NFL, <laughs> and we're going to have the Montana Raptors, and that's going to complete my teams. I like it. I like it. Same logo as Toronto, yeah. and it's going to rip them I off, but be better. And we just created 34 teams in two leagues and 32 teams in another two. Let's go. I just want to say that we started here, like, with, you know, like, yeah, we're going to go, like, here, because this makes sense to just, like, well, that's what happens when you let's can't copy, and that's why I thought it'd be funny. So, uh, let's, dinosaurs, so they should have let's oh, go ahead. Uh, I can't lie. Hawaii is going to be a great oh, It place. should be. Hard should to be uh, travel, though. Hard to travel. Oh, uh, oh, Tom Brady's record-setting contract, $325 million a year for 10 years. $375? Three $375, $40 million a year, just casual. Tom Brady's still raking in the cash money even when all else is lost. By a lost, I mean his career as the GOAT, and now he's become the GOAT announcer better than Tony Romo, although that's going to be hard. Tom Brady is going to become the GOAT announcer better than John Madden himself and is going to take over the whole game. All right, just my thing. No. Does the contract say when it starts? Is After there he's a, done when he retires. So literally, like he could play for another two or three years potentially, and they're just like, "All right, we're gonna hold on to this contract for now." Yes, because they also, signed the best player of all time. Let's wait, just talk wait. about the fact that he's gonna make more money announcing than he did playing football. Yep. Yeah. Not Austin, to mention his, his business that? that he has, and his clothing <laughs> line, more than Troy Aikman and um, Tony Romo combined. Uh, mm-hmm. What? Right Austin, what were you drinking there, bud? Looks like cranberry juice. <laughs> <laughs> dude, this dude eats whole pizzas and gallons of cranberry juice. <laughs> Got to clear out those insides, boys. Uh, yeah, Tom Brady is overpaid as he has been his whole career. So uh, that's uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. He's underpaid. He's so underpaid as an announcer should be paid billions a year. Tell me I'm wrong. Let's go. Uh, you should just own the network. Yeah, it's true. Honestly, you should already own it. So he's gonna own it by the end of it. So um, yeah, we. Go ahead, I like Steve. Fox's move to do this, considering uh, they lost Troy Aikman and uh, Joe Buck, the only announcers really, honestly, worth listening to on Fox. I mean, Joe so, Buck. Eh. well, I actually like Joe Buck. I don't know. I like Joe Buck and Troy Aikman. He's just a delight to have. But I, it's a good move by Fox because they're kind of screwed for Can the they... next season because no one really cares. Granted, I also feel bad for NBC. But, I mean, if I don't have to hear Chris Collinsworth again, I also won't complain. Jesus. Okay, don't be mean, though, man. Uh, they need to sign Gronkowski with Tom Brady. I don't know. we all? Oh, you know yeah. Awesome watching, though. Would be watching, it would be watching if Tony Romo wasn't signed to CBS, he'd sign to Fox, and just oh, seeing Tony like... Romo and Tom Brady calling shots every oh, single game. That, that, that would be, be like, like a each other's that would, yeah. that, that would be, be my just, dream, Andrew. 
<laughs> that would be so amazing to watch. Just literally them calling a play like this is going to happen right now, and it just like magically happens, then, or like, them reading the defense like right away. Have, yeah, they have uh, Gronk come in instead, and it's the three of them every once in a while. Oh, I and know that would be, be interesting. <laughs> and I honestly couldn't complain. Uh, we're going to get into the last section of our podcast today. Uh, these always take longer than usual, so I was trying to start them a little earlier. And honestly, so <laughs> we didn't really talk about these a ton. I put these every week in my old man fantasy football uh, chat because uh, they're all a bunch of old guys and they fight about these every time. Uh, Are they talking (laughs) about these? Because a lot of these talk about older players. So I'll give you their opinion uh, of these and we'll go through one by one real. Some of these will be quicker. Worst QB ever in a Super Bowl. Um, Yeah. Trent Dilfer was easily the chosen for that chat and that dude was apparently (laughs) god awful in that Super Bowl. So that was uh, surprising to me because I didn't know I chose Jeff Hoffman. I mean, by the way, like voted, if so. we were to switch this to worst performances as well, like Peyton Manning's last Super Bowl would definitely be in that conversation. Uh, who else? Uh, one Maybe of them to win. Yeah, well, to win a Super Bowl, yeah. Well, I mean, worst could be to win a Super Bowl, but you could also throw in performances, and there would be some surprising. Yeah. Oh, Nick well. Foles had a crazy game against the Patriots. He went off. Nick, he dropped like four yards. Probably, Nick Foles probably should be up here because he's a backup QB, but all of these dudes were not great quarterbacks. Let me just put yes. that up. And I mean, like, worst overall quarterback. If you're doing worst performances in Super Bowl history, you can throw Cam right up there. You can throw Peyton Manning recently. Yeah, Trent too. Dilfer. Even Brady in some of his uh, giant Super Bowls too. He he did not. Nah, those, those games. games. No, no bro. No. <laughs> you cannot throw those performances in there. Good time to move <laughs> to college football. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> where we talked about greatest college football team with a national title. They didn't have a lot to talk about this because honestly, um, none of us were born for half these teams. Uh, but USC was who I looked up and I thought was the best. So that's why I went for it, and uh, most people agreed. So. Um, definitely with their best college quarterback ever. I put Vince Young. I, I apparently see. couldn't have been more wrong because apparently, and I watched Tim Tebow a little bit, but apparently this dude, Tim Tebow, was literally the greatest college quarterback on earth. Like literally, they were fighting for him so hard. And he had people who had never watched college football ever in their life watching college football because he was Tim so Tebow good. Tim Tebow was the reason I started watching college football. Yeah, so uh, that's what I heard from them as well. So um, I was apparently mistaken. Two-time national title winner, first uh, sophomore to ever win the Heisman. Almost won three Heismans. Should have won three Heismans. Let's make that very clear. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, Tim Tebow apparently. Uh, Greatest NFL coach of all time. Um, So I had a lot of people here say Don Shula in that chat. I kind of get it uh, because he has the most wins of all time. But it's Bill Belichick, so we're biased. F in the chat thing for that. I, one thing I kind of want to add, do you think with time, because of his quarterback, do you think uh, Andy Reid could potentially get in that conversation? No. Yeah, he could say he's not far off. He's like top 10, top 5. I mean, he's I, mean, really, I, I wouldn't say all time, best, though. Well, I mean, he's arguably one of the best or the best offensive coach you know, of all time. So now, if you give him and Patrick Mahomes for a couple more years, because Belichick, yeah, had Brady. So, of course, he's going to get, you know, part of why his career is that because of Brady. So, he, have a, he has a good relationship with Patrick Mahomes. He's a very smart coach. Uh, depending on how, you know, his division plays out, it really depends now. But I think with time, uh, Andy Reid 
could definitely be in this conversation. So two things at that point. Andy Reid's already a top 10 coach of all time, but because of his Eagles tenure, I don't think he'll ever reach greatest of all time. He lost six conference title games. Like, it's just not wonderful. And second point to that, all great coaches had great quarterbacks. It's what works in the NFL. It's worked throughout history. You have a great coach. You have a great quarterback. You're going to be successful. So anybody who's going like Don Shula didn't have a great quarterback, I'm pretty sure Don Shula coached Dan Marino. Bill Walsh had Joe Montana. Vince Lombardi had Bart Starr. Bill Belichick had Tom Brady. It's the way it works. It's how it goes. And uh, you moving on to the second set here. I don't. Did that one never have? Oh, it's twelve hours left. Oh yeah, because that was today's poll. Silly. Yes. Um, we'll look at that one first. I guess best QB in the NFC. Uh, I had trouble kind of on this one. I knew it wasn't Tyler Mays. Uh, it really is, you know, top three. But realistically, I think Tom Brady is the best quarterback. He was last year. Um, yep. He may not have won the Super Bowl, but it's because he didn't have the best team, not because he wasn't the best quarterback. So, as much as you know, you want to give Rodgers kind of, you know, a lot of praise for he had an MVP season. You have to remember at the same time, you know, if you just look at how the playoffs went off, Matt Stafford took his team to a Super Bowl. You know, Tom Brady was did did his part to come back against the Rams. Aaron Rodgers, aside from one uh, single drive to, for a touchdown did absolutely nothing in his playoff game. So Tom Brady is clearly the best because not only did he have a better regular season for some, his insane stats, thank you for fantasy, by the way, but also he was able to perform in the playoffs when he did. It was just a missed coverage against Cooper Cup that cost him that game. Yeah, and uh, the next two were, uh, well, there was some no love here to John Stockton and Cam Newton alike. Um, I had, there was a pretty big discussion that Randall, in the chat I was talking about, that Randall Cunningham was significantly better than Michael Vick. That was interesting. Randall Cunningham deserved more love on this poll. Yes. But significantly better than Michael Vick in their prime? Answer's no. Well, it's good he's to throw. He could actually throw as well. So good Michael Vick. Michael Vick had a cannon. Yeah, I don't know. That was their argument, though. I, I can't, I can't, you know, beat them. Don't Michael Vick in his prime was a human cheat code. Yep. But I gotta say though, uh, I mean, I don't say if like Lamar Jackson can be considered the best because of how early in his career. But if he gets a couple more years, he can. I think he's more than capable of surpassing Michael Vick. I mean, his single, he he probably has a better single season than Michael Vick ever had considering his MVP season was not only 1,200 rushing yards, but he also threw for 36 touchdowns and only eight interceptions. Are you kidding me? But he different, hasn't fought any dogs. That's, that's the real yeah, thing here. He hasn't different... fought any mollies, okay? Yo. Hey, no. Uh, no. Nick, stop with that. Steve. Molly would win every time. <laughs> Let's not that, talk about dogs. Michael right Vick wouldn't have bet on that. So. Right. What's up? Uh, Steve, yes, different league. If Michael right. Vick was playing in this NFL <laughs> where he can run the read option like Lamar Jackson can, I'm not so sure he doesn't reach the 1,200-yard mark. He might reach yeah. the 1,800-yard mark. Yeah. <laughs> he might, actually. Um, yeah, and uh, as for the other poll, um, this is probably a little bit of recency bias, you know, Celtics fans. But, uh, yeah, the Warriors were probably the best team to not win a championship considering they proceeded to win, what, two or two out of the next – or three out of the next four? Yeah, yeah that was the 73-9 and nine year. Yeah, yeah they, they should have won that year. Like, they have the best record. They were the best team. I mean, that just kind of goes to show that, like, I mean – all it takes is one series, but you have, you know, 
a team that is able to do better in just a handful of games to kind of get the in your favor as possible. Like, I mean, you know, the book works like that to the team that have here. Like, they have even teams that if you are to communicate and play a little defense, you know, yeah, they were, they could potentially be the most, one of the most dangerous teams, but you know, all it takes is just a lucky break in a series, and I'm not surprised, you know. 7-3-9 is great, but they could just get unlucky. And, and that's exactly what happened, sort of. So, uh, does anyone else have anything else they want to talk about today? One of our shorter podcasts, still over an hour, of course. So, uh, anything else for anyone? Any other events that went on recently? Anyone wants to talk about? Bruins <laughs> are down two zero. Update on that. So, uh, it, it was a it was a kind of a more uh, more kind of serious. A lot of fun stuff we did talk about those cities and whatnot for the podcast today. Um, we're definitely going to continue to do the little weddle if we have more time. Less time, yeah. we'll do more weddles and uh, different things. Uh, like we did last week with the potals and so on. But uh, yeah, uh, it, it's always a pleasure, guys. We always enjoy doing these and we have fun. So uh, thank you guys for watching. Please make sure to like, subscribe, leave any comments. Definitely follow on socials and uh, vote in those polls. We do love that there. And definitely make sure to like those posts as well. Uh, thank you guys for watching tonight. And uh, have a great rest of your week. Yankees suck. Yankees suck.